0: This is a Broken Toys Studio production. You know, there's no "I" in team. There is a "we" in welcome. So welcome. there is a "me." <laughs> oh, that's what it is. We done messed up, aaron.
1: We'll get it. We'll get it right eventually. No, we that's won't. W- Love you. We- you ever hear me talking about betrayal, either I stabbed somebody in the back or I played betrayal at House on the Hill. These are the beards with spit and other people's blood in them. Welcome to Best Thing Ever, the podcast where we discuss, you deliberate, and together we decide the, the best, best thing, thing ever. ever. Man, is the lag today <laughs> worse than usual? It <laughs> seems like we were on a good cycle and now... Everything's a
0: bit weird. I, I, am like literally the world's worst singer. That's why there's a guitar back here. And, uh, if you noticed last time I did like a harmony where I went like above you, even to you and below you, uh, not actually on notes. I just, they were just in there somewhere. (laughs) So this time I decided I'd stair step it up and just see how high I could get Uh, annoyingly. Annoyingly high is the answer to that. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, welcome everybody. First off, uh, we want to thank everybody that listened to the one we just released a few days ago where we let you guys know that we done messed up A.A. Ron. And uh, we uh, we messed up. You messed up. We all messed up together, but we're going to fix this together, too. You know, there's no I in team. There is a we in welcome. So there is a me. (laughs) Oh, that's what it is. There's a me. Okay.
1: Um, Yeah. And special thanks (laughs) to everyone who voted on both of our interactions. So, you know, we now we have Twitter, of course, the Twitter poll, but we also have Facebook now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We opened it up to, to the Facebook uh, crowd. Uh only we got took some, us 20 years, but only, you know, we got
1: there.
0: <laughs> you know what? I think it's going to stick. I think it's going to stick around. Um, and we opened it up and you guys were awesome. So you voted, some of you threw in some extra votes for absolutely uh, no darn reason. So thanks for mentioning Mario Kart. It's not even a board game or a parlor game, um, but you know what? <laughs> you're me- you're majoring in a 5000 year old dead language
1: is he still talking about pcu
0: <laughs> yes the answer is i'm always talking about pcu
1: and i'm always drinking coffee now <laughs> coffee now <laughs>
0: Um, so anyway, guys, thank you guys for voting. You helped us come up with the the winner. We did. We did find out what the best thing ever is. So we're here to, to give that to you now. If you don't know who all the competitors were, that's okay. We did that last episode when we asked you to go back out and vote for the final round. If you need to hear all those and you want context, cool. Go ahead and start at the beginning. Go ahead and catch last week if you need to catch up. We're here for winners. So Lou, that's right. without further ado... Spicy brown mustard.
1: <laughs> oh, sorry. We Spicy brown mustard!
0: We had a vote for that, too. I said guacamole. We got into a big fight. You know how it can be when people sit behind the armor that is their keyboards. Um, got into
1: a big fight, huh? We'll get back to that for now.
0: <laughs> Ooh, I like the tease. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, in our finals of board parlor game, to play when you have to play with the entire family, multi-generational, grandma uh, through grandchild, uh, and us probably stuck somewhere there in the middle. Lou, do you have the
1: envelope? Rip. <laughs> <laughs> See, cause it's a notebook, so you can't rip, like the pages aren't ripped. And
0: in the contest between Monopoly and Drawful, the winner is... Ladies and gentlemen! Drum roll, please. <laughs> <laughs> Creamed it. Oh, I would like to think that we had some impact, but I really doubt it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, you know, Monopoly was a strong contender up through the final week. It was really impressive how far Monopoly got and how passionate people were about it. Um,
0: Absolutely. It was the very first vote that came in once we released the, in the inaugural Facebook poll. Uh, the first vote that came on uh, was for Monopoly. And I was just like, oh no, this is this is going to be a landslide for Monopoly.
1: I, I, I've honestly been surprised at every phase how far Monopoly has gotten. I thought for sure when we had a variety of games, we had Euro style games, we brought on Settlers, brought Drawful in. I thought for sure Monopoly was going to be like, oh yeah, I love Monopoly. Oh wait, all these games are way better. No, Monopoly held strong and really put up a fight. Right.
0: And they were very much so very, very polarizing. They were on wide ends of the spectrum. And what I kind of thought would happen was I thought the winner would actually be one of the games that bridges that gap between them. Specifically, I thought Settlers was going right. to be the one that was going to come out of this bracket. Because, you know, between Drawful being digitally based and Monopoly being nineteen thirties based.
1: Right. The, Remember, you're playing with cash in this. We're not <laughs> we're not playing with those credit cards. And
0: it's, nonsense. It's not mall madness. Is because they were so spread, I really thought the winner would come out in the middle. Whereas you know some games have a tendency to be a little bit esoteric and people are like oh i don't know uh I, I what's the haunting
1: game that you and well, I ben, we didn't t- we didn't bring mysterium in. oh <laughs> oh you're thinking of um the, the haunting the hill the haunt, the I, like haunt. You, I, I just call it betrayal but, but betrayal it's like, betrayal, at at the at, hill. betrayal at house on the hill
0: betrayal at house on the hill yes. is
1: i and, always call it betrayal so you yeah, ever hear and, me talking about betrayal either i stab somebody in the back or i played betrayal at house on the hill
0: Right. And uh, that's kind of the point that I, was, that I was making is, you know, I didn't learn about that game until you introduced it to me and we played it. Now it's become fairly popular. But when Betrayal first came out, you were like, here, I got to kind of walk you through the, the whole thing and, and all of that. Yeah. So I say that to say this is that those games that are a little more esoteric or maybe that you haven't played before, I didn't think would, would have much of a chance getting in. I didn't know how prolific Drawful really was, but pretty much everybody has played Monopoly at some point.
1: Yeah, and to your point, we had discussed D and D didn't make it in. We had discussed it as a potential game, but it's one of those. Um, it, it's it's a perfect example of something that Betrayal and some of these other games hint at is that you really need someone to run the game, and in D and D, it's it's pretty much an explicit requirement. You need a, a game master to run the scene for everyone and whereas drastic, betrayal
0: and sorry and drastically yeah. uh, changes how your game experience is if you have a bad dungeon oh, yeah. master that can be a long haul to get through to the to the other end
1: oh yeah and you know likewise in betrayal you don't need someone to run the game but if you don't have someone who's really experienced with the rules a lot of those rules are arcane Uh, esoteric, as you said, and in the first edition, very unclear. So if you didn't have someone to keep it going, keep the rules fair and keep things moving, you could play a whole game of Betrayal and then end up having it completely tilted inappropriately at the end and just not have fun. So there's, there's a good reason we kind of picked away at some of the, we left some of those games out. Like Drawful is a modern game that doesn't require someone really to run it. You basically play it once and you understand the, all the important rules.
0: Right, which is why I really thought the Settlers was really going to be the powerhouse that was going to steamroll through this, is because it's become so in the the common the common guys. is that you see it even on like the Big Bang Theory, and like, you know, there's a bunch of expansions that, you know, for kids, like you were talking about, and all mm-hmm. that. So, you know, even though it's fairly new to the scene, most people that play tabletop games have played Settlers at some point. So that's why I really thought that was going to go through. Uh, and I didn't reala- realize how many people had played Drawful uh, or are now playing Drawful, maybe because they've listened to to this and they're out there playing that now. Um, I do have to say for on Monopoly's behalf is I think when you were talking about the timed version of Monopoly, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm i not going to put any more polls out. We've already put out too many polls on this anyway. We're going to move on to, to something even more awesome. But I think if we did a timed version of Monopoly and re released this poll again, mm-hmm. Monopoly may actually take the win on that because enough people have used it and played it and you take all the things that people like about it but then you take out the fact that it's going to take forever and it's a slow bleed and it just uh wears on you over the night um whereas if you have a timed version you're like hey playing an hour of monopoly and that's it if you want to play another hour after that cool if not we move on to something else because that was a big advantage that drawful had was didn't like this game didn't like the drawing that you did or didn't like the guesses that you made cool Wait 30 It'll minutes. all be
1: over soon. Yep.
0: Yeah. Wait 30 minutes. You'll have another one.
1: So yeah, th- you know, uh, this was, this was an interesting bracket. Uh, this some, sometimes the brackets you kind of have a feeling for how they're going to go ahead of time. And sometimes they, they really surprise you. This one, I, I was pretty sure Drawful was going to win, but I thought Monopoly was going to get knocked out earlier. I thought Settler was going to put up more of a fight. I wouldn't have been surprised if it was a dark horse that came up and took it out you uh, know, took over. So we still got to a scenario where Drawful won, but I was not expecting it to happen this way.
0: Right. I would be interested to see two two different versions of this same bracket. Not, not that we're definitely going to do this, but I'm just going to float this out there anyway. Uh, one, I would like to see a different version of the bracket where it's all card-based games. Mm-hmm. So I would love to see a version where it's like, are we playing poker? Are we playing phase 10? But are we playing any number? Of these these cards, or even like Magic the Gathering, like are we playing any of these card based games? I would kind of be interested yeah. Which, to see which how that generation?
1: Is. You know which which card sets are you allowed to use? Yeah, right. All right, so look out for our new podcast, <laughs> best board game to play with your family during quarantine ever.
0: Uh, and the other one I'd be interested for is uh, for those that have kids, I would like to to know probably what would be the the best for a younger age group because the, obviously mm-hmm. the 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 crux of this was it has to be multi generational. But what if it's not? What if it's just you and the kids say on a stormy night at home? And and the lights go out and you're gonna have to play a board game or a card game for the evening just you and the kids. I wonder what what games would be uh, probably best.
1: Kids for that Settlers, situation. Kids <laughs> Settlers, um, Disney Princess Monopoly, Drawful,
0: <laughs> just all the same ones just rebranded. Yeah. So anyway, so there you go, everybody. Uh, we have our winner. Thank goodness we finally got our winner. We decided what the best thing ever was. Big round of applause for our winner, Drawful. So, Lou, you know, we we have a tendency to get excited about things. Uh, it's just in our MO is that we get excited about things. We, we Despite how, how jaded we seem, we actually really enjoy life and all the things that, that that comes with it. And we have a tendency to just get exuberantly excited. But this, this bracket, this one goes to 11. This one's pretty exciting. So let's tell them all about that right after this break. Fire Brewing. It's more than a way to make strows and stro light. It's a family tradition passed down from one generation to another for over 200 years. It's what guarantees that smooth, consistent taste for generations to come. A good time's better with a good time beer. And Strong's is spoken here. Strohs is spoken here. And welcome back.
1: Dude, general game. I mean, best thing ever.
0: <laughs> All right, guys. So, uh, listen, board games and, and family time with board games, that's in the past. That's, that's a nice little fun family activity that everybody can do together. But you know what? Sometimes you got to get out of the house. Sometimes you got to go out, and as adults, for those that enjoy libations, sometimes you just got to get out and you got to go to the bar. Sometimes you got to go to the bar, not just any bar, not just any bar. Lou, why don't you set the scene for this bar in our next bracket?
1: You got to find the dive bar, the rough bar in the wrong part of town or close enough to the wrong part of town or maybe the part of town that's gentrifying and still hasn't (laughs) uh, cleaned up its rough bars. I don't know. Harder hundred. In find. our
0: town, I know exactly where you're talking about too. <laughs> you're like, it's just rough enough, but not so rough. And there's like guys with beards, but they're like, but they they obviously use beard oil, you know. It's just I mean, right <laughs> I was going to say that it's kind of towny, kind of bikery, kind of kind of hippie. You know, it's rad,
1: right? Where you know you can still get a craft beer, but they're going to look at you funny.
0: Right, right. The safe bet is the PBR tall boy. The safe right. bet is the PBR tall boy.
1: And that's the problem, right? When you have a few of the craft beers and you're used to going to, uh, to town on some PBRs at the dive bar, you know, they're higher gravity and they catch up with you. It's, so, sorry. <laughs>
0: Could I get the strawberry, the, the
1: strawberry pumpkin ale? the
0: berliner vice yes i <laughs> but, said vice but you have to say vice real yeah exactly yeah. you have to hit that vice
1: real hard and can i get with like a little bit of like a little bit of cherry syrup in there a little little grenadine and maybe maybe it's gotten to your head maybe you've had a few too many and you trip over to that pool table in the corner that still smells like cigarettes from when smoking was legal in <laughs> bars and you fall into the arms of a of a bearded person drenching their jacket in cherry mango syrup, Berliner Weiss.
0: Very, very Pee Wee Herman. You've fallen into a, a veritable bike rack of bikes and they all go tumbling down one after the next, but instead of bikes, they are, they're large angry people.
1: Yes. These are not the beards with beard oil. <laughs> these are the beard the beards with spit and other people's blood in them.
0: <laughs> and one is fresher than the other. It's not this bit.
1: And now much, uh, a little bit later than Wee Herman, uh, your life got twist turned upside down and you're getting passed around like a human punching bag, taking a beating from this angry gang who now smells like blood and strawberry mango. <laughs> and they're not having it. A, if we can get anywhere stereotypical and rip something right out of a movie, uh, a pool cue cracks over your head, clean in half, and you fall to the ground. And as the five or six people you're fighting turn to 10 or 12 and back to five or six, and the vision just starts fading, a hand reaches out not to punch, but to lift. And you are dragged up off of the ground by this 80s or 90s female protagonist. And what we need to do is we need to find the best 80s, 90s female protagonist have your back in a bar fight, because now you're going to win.
0: That's it. This is your saving grace. This is where the tides turn. This is where we're going to really lay some bedlam, you and your newfound best friend who is going to save you, who is directly ripped from the pages of 80s and 90s TV and movie culture. So Lou, right off the top of your head. Who do you, who are some people that you think of when you, when you think of this, that, that are coming out, who are our saviors, our uncaped crusaders?
1: Well, you never can tell who you're dealing with in a bar like this. So I got to bring Buffy. Oh, absolutely. Buffy's absolutely.
0: got to the be there. Listen, some of these guys might be from earth, but you know what? Some of them might not be from earth. I'm bringing Ripley with me.
1: Oh, good call. Sometimes you just need to be able to apply a great bit of brute strength. So Xena, Xena's got to be here.
0: Yeah, but you know, sometimes you need to have an academic sense, a medical mind, someone that could debunk uh, someone spooky and out there. So I'm taking Dana Scully.
1: Oh, yeah. You never can tell. The whole thing could be over like that. You know what? I'm going to continue down with this uh, pure strength, but just grit and determination. Someone who will never give up no matter how bad the odds look. There might be some other people at the bar bringing beers. That, you know, that, that gang could double in size. You need to bring Sarah Connor.
0: Absolutely. And you know what? I feel that there's a, I think that both magic and military need to fit in here somewhere. So I'm going to also bring General Leia Organa.
1: Oh, into the hatch, fly boy.
0: (laughs) Get in there, you big boy! I don't care what you smell!
1: All right. Th- those, these are good picks, but we still have room for two more in the bracket. We, so we're going to have to have some play-ins.
0: We are going to have to have some play-ins as we usually do. So starting with our first play-ins, we're going to have Hermione Granger, Mulan, and
1: Dr. Ellie Sadler. Ooh, any of them would be a good pick. The second set of play-ins that we're going to have to look through is going to have to be Jean Grey. Um, I guess... The Phoenix Jean Grey, like you could pick anywhere in that spectrum, right? Because mm-hmm. when she's in that, we don't have to stick to just the '90s movies. We'll we'll do any of the media there. So Jean Grey, Phoebe Buffet, and now this one's kind of out there, but you know what? I'm going with it. Jessica Rabbit. I'm here for this. Those are some wild cards. That's what she, I, she comes
0: with I, a frying pan. I think I, she comes with a frying pan. She does come with a fly, frying pan. I can literally hear some people right now going, "Wait, huh?" <laughs> Wait, what say that last play in again? Did I hear that exactly right? Yeah, you heard that exactly right. There's some wild cards in there because just think about that. Uh, not to I'm not gonna give a bunch of arguments right now, but listen, if you walk into a room and Phoebe Buffet, Jessica Rabbit, and Jean Gray are all there in a, in a trifecta triangle, getting ready to ball, Brawl! you have no idea what's going to happen. Like, yeah. This is a powder keg uh, of, a, of a play-in. So a lot of different angles, a lot of people coming from different backgrounds, a lot of skill sets here for people really to to dive into. So I'm excited about this, man, because so much can happen in a bar fight. I mean, you've got beer bottles flying around, you've got pool cues, you've got cue balls, you've got the, the bartender who's just trying to wipe that one place up and keep that one place really clean while everybody else keeps destroying everything. He works at a
1: place with a sign above the urinal that says, please do not eat the big white mint. <laughs>
0: He just keeps rubbing that one spot going, they said go to college. They said go to college. That's what they said. (laughs) They said go to college.
1: (laughs) And now here you are in a college town, bartending.
0: So close yet so far. Yes. Yeah, so oh, yeah. That's it. That's our new play-in. So, uh, you guys, that's what we're going to be hearing. That's what you're going to be voting on. Best 80s or 90s female protagonists in a bar fight to help turn those tides as you are against the rope, fading out into that great blue tomorrow. They're going to reach a hand out and bring you back into reality, and they're going to help you turn the tide. So we need you guys to help us out with that play-in. Uh, you will find that on Twitter and now on Facebook. You'll you'll see that play in. But like we said, we're going to have to finish out our bracket. You're going to be voting on Hermione versus Mulan versus Dr. Eddie Sadler. And for the other poll, you're going to have Jean Grey, Phoebe Buffet, or Jessica Rabbit. And they're going to be facing off against the ones that are already in. We've got Ripley from Aliens, Dana Scully from The X-Files, Xena from Xena Warrior Princess.
1: Uh, And we also have, remember, Buffy, the Vampire Slayer from Buffy. The Vampire Slayer, which has a great the movie. theme song, which has and, a great theme song. By the yeah, way, <laughs> you can choose either Buffy, the Vampire Slayer from Buffy, the Vampire Slayer, the movie or Buffy, the Vampire Slayer, the TV show. There was also Buffy, the Vampire Slayer, the comic book.
0: Uh, I really did <laughs> like the movie. I know
1: the TV show got all the accolades, but I really did like the movie. I thought it was good. The, the movie was good. I think the TV show was better, but you got to go from one thing to something else, and come over top. I I really enjoyed the movie. And in context, from it being the thing at the time, it was great. But yeah, so obviously biases have been shown here. Um, (laughs) We also have Sarah Connor. And Princess Leia. Now, these are not necessarily in any order yet. We will throw them all through our highly technical process once we get our play ins. Absolutely. It will be brought to you by random.org.
0: That's it. So uh, any initial thoughts on this bracket and and what we're going to see here? Uh, any predictions or just just general thoughts? What do you what do you what, what springs to mind?
1: Well, obviously, you know, I'm a fan of Buffy, but I, you know, I'm going to say this right now. I I think Dana Scully is going to prove to be a strong contender. She does not put up with anyone's nonsense. I think she could just will away aliens just by disbelieving in them. And she knows exactly how to hurt a person with that medical background. She's all business.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, how spread uh, Jean Grey is. Uh, between Jean Grey and Phoenix, uh, I think that's going to be a little bit of a wild card. But I'm going go ahead and call my dark horse. I'm calling my dark horse is Hermione, Hermione Granger. Herm Hermione is uh, is going to be my my sleeper here because I, I think that she has just an elevator pitch. I think she has the intelligence of any of the other doctors that are on here, Ellie Sadler, uh, Dana Scully. But she also has the magic. But she is also well rounded and 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 prudent and pragmatic. So uh, that's my that's my sleeper. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to leave that right. There. I'm just going to put that on the table. Leaving that. Uh, right there.
1: All right. So how do we move forward? We need to resolve these plans. Absolutely. So you guys head over to the Twitters at
0: best thing ever three, the number three. Best thing ever Three is where you will go there. That's the official poll. We still direct everybody to go there. It's weird. Twitter's still free uh, and still on the internet. So uh, so, so go there free of charge at the low, low price of on the house uh, and go and vote there. And then the other place is going to be going to Facebook and we will put it up there. It's not an official poll. It'll be more of a posting that you'll see floating around that you can comment and those comments will count as a vote as well. So, Lou, I think that's it. Yeah.
1: I think it's time to uh, to go out and take your civic duty and vote in the poll. So thank you all for joining us. Uh, listen, vote.
0: Oh, that's my line. Be heard.
1: <laughs> uh, that's it. Yeah. Uh, so he's been Ben.
0: Oh I'm, yep. st- oh, oh, I'm supposed to give you a line. He's been Lou. He's been Ben. And this has been best thing ever. See you guys. Bye.
1: We'll get it. We'll get it right eventually. No, we won't. love we, you. We'll get it left eventually. <laughs> there it is.
0: Okay. Uh, do you want marker? Your, marker and <laughs> all right. Bring us in.
1: All right. Here's your bumper. This has been a Broken Toys studio production. Starker.